Welcome to Real Estate Talk, where we share everything about real estate and home life. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's show, and be sure to rate and subscribe to hear the latest episode. Hey, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Real Estate Talk. Our audience is growing, and we thank you for for subscribing and sharing. And today, I'm super, super excited because we have a local celebrity in the house. I have Wally Conway, and he is the owner of Home Pro Inspections. Let me tell you, this man is everywhere. He is a featured expert on HGTV, the series called House Detective. He's co-hosted the Do It Yourself Network series called Finders Fixers, and he is the weekly host of the Home and Garden Show. It's a radio show on WOKV, and he has written an uh, an, an Amazon bestseller called Home Inspection Secrets of a Happy Home Inspector. He's a graduate of the United States Naval Academy, a retired Navy pilot, a licensed contractor, home inspector, energy auditor, media expert and entrepreneur, and he founded Home Pro Inspections in 1994. He personally has inspected over 5,000 homes, but that's nothing. His company has inspected over 34,000 homes. So we are so excited to have Wally with us. Wally Conway is in the house. Thanks, Wally. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be with you, Zelda. So tell me, how in the world did you get started in home inspections? Well, back in uh, about 1982, I was living on an aircraft carrier and thought it would be much more fun to live in a house. Went shopping for a house and in Jacksonville in 1982, houses were over $40,000. I thought, my, that's way too expensive. So I was trying to understand why. So I started hanging around at construction sites and I discovered the people building the houses were not much more clever than you and I. Some cases they were quite less clever. So I thought, I think I can do this. So I bought a piece of dirt down in Fruit Cove, and I drew a picture of a house on a napkin. Now, I had dirt and I had a napkin. That didn't, didn't work. It wasn't quite enough. So then I uh, went to the yellow pages, and I looked up house plans. I took my napkin to a guy that did house plans. He was over on Hartley Road in Mandarin. I gave him a check, and he gave me house plans. Oh, man, it sounds like how I did my first house. It was like some house plan store, and they, you tell them what you want, Show them a couple ideas and zip, zip, zip. They draw it up for you. So there I was. I had dirt and house plans and still didn't know what to do. I then went to the yellow pages, looked up footer. That was the first thing on the house plans, called a guy. He showed up. I gave him a check and he gave me a footer. Then I turned the page on house plans. Second page was a block stem wall. Didn't know what that was. Looked up block in the yellow pages. A guy came out. I gave him a check. He gave me a block stem wall. I did that sequence about 35 times and ended up with a house. That was cool. I sold that. Did it several more times, got my contractor's license in 84. So when I retired in 94, I thought, my gracious, I've never had a job in my whole life. I've never been on an interview my whole life. That looks scary. Wouldn't be scary to start a company. So I did that. <laughs> and I was unsure. You know, by that time, I was 10 years futzing around with real estate. I had uh, sold houses and bought houses and been a landlord, been a flipper, been a builder, been a renovator, all at a low level. Nonetheless, I had those experiences. And I, in the phone book, once again, there were nine home inspectors in the phone book in 1994. There are now 900 licensed home inspectors in the greater Jacksonville area. I became number 10, and here we are, 25 years and 35,000 houses later. 
So what's been the difference in the home inspectors back then and as opposed to right now? We know what they are. What were they like back then? The biggest difference in the home inspectors is the use of technology. Mm. When we started in 94, the reports were handwritten and the technology was a flashlight. Now we find ourselves, our entire report system lives in the cloud. We're flying drones, infrared cameras, digital borescopes. That's made a change. But the bigger change has been in the expectation of the customer. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, in, in 94, you had to explain to a person what a home inspection was. Scroll ahead 25 years till now, and the consumer has the idea that we can see all that's visible. We likely could. Uh, we can see the things but that are... that's the point. What's visible. <laughs> What's visible. Okay. They also have the expectation we th- see things that are invisible. Mm. That's a little bigger challenge. Yeah. And they also have the expectation we can predict the future. You can't? You don't have a crystal ball? <laughs> no. No. Boy, wouldn't that be fun. So the expectations are, are immensely difficult to manage. Okay. So what is... what is? There's so many home inspections companies. Oh, yeah. What, what's the difference between them all? Are there, what separates the, the guys like you and from, from the newbies coming up? Fair question. Uh, people-wise, it has to do with experience and, and a continual training, a constant moving forward. There's a lot of people that have been in business for 25 years, and they're doing the same things the same way and doing them alone. So we're truly committed to training, truly committed to technology. So What's some of the technology that's in place now? Well, let me share with you that it is, I am of the opinion, many people disagree, that a real estate agent uh, is often guilty of a negligent referral. And I base that on this. Infrared cameras. We've been using infrared cameras uh, for more than a decade. Why on God's earth does an agent still refer people who don't use infrared cameras? It's like using a, going to a doctor that doesn't do an MRI. Uh, drones. We have 10 licensed drone pilots on staff. Uh, the SOP from the state says that a home inspector needs to access whatever he can access with a 13-foot ladder, which means what do you do on two stories of house? What do you do on a high chimney? What do you do when the roof isn't really safe or appropriate to work on, like an old barrel tile roof? Mm-hmm. What agents often accept is, uh, is a disclaimer. The guy says, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't go do that. Well, we solved that with drones. Uh, same with, with other digital technologies. We, do you do y'all not go on the roofs or do you just use drones? We go on every roof that we can go on without danger to the inspector or damaging to the roof. Okay. The others bring out the drone. Why not? So it, it's about not making excuses. Very good. Very good. So you are a certified uh, master inspector. What's the differences? There are a whole medley of home inspection schools and credentials and professional associations. For me individually, whenever I see one, I join one because I want to find out what their edge might be that we can use competitively. I want to find out what we can do training-wise to bring that into our company. So certified master inspector is one of several rather very high-level. Is that the top of the top? It depends who you ask. Oh, okay. There are people who would say that is absolutely the top of the top. And there's others who would say it was nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like when we start looking at real estate credentials, uh, which is better, a GRI, a CRB, a CRS, or, or whatever. And it really depends on which ones that agent holds. They tend to think that's the right one and that the other one isn't so important. So gotcha. my position as a company is we've got every imaginable credential that lives inside the company. 
so that we can determine what the right best approach is for a given property. And let's face it, there's nothing like experience to be the best teacher. Ex- experience and an open mind. Uh, what many people call experience is doing the same thing the same way forever. Yeah. I- I'm not impressed okay. by that. So you have to have the, so is there ongoing um, credit and, you know, education and yes, that's ongoing. Well, th- what's required by the state uh, is about as arduous for home inspectors as it is for real estate agents, mm. which means it truly isn't worth a crap. Okay. So the real challenge becomes what are you doing above and beyond the minimum allowable by law to be able to perform at a higher level than everyone else. So speaking of that, how does the realtor or the home buyer or seller, mm-hmm. uh, what are you, what's your advice for the best way to hire a home inspector? What are the questions we should be asking? Uh, great question. Here are some that will appall people when they understand. Ask the home inspector, what is your limit of liability should you be negligent and miss something? And more than 99- What a great question to ask. <laughs> I go right for the juggler. More than 99% of home inspection (laughs) Okay, wait, I want you to repeat that. I want you to repeat that. For all you realtors out there who are listening to this, listen to Wally, what he's saying. The first question you should ask a home inspector is... What is your limit of liability should you commit a negligent act and miss something? Okay. Yeah. The answer for most is the limit of the fee. So the agent feels like they're doing a really great job of getting them a $200 home inspection. That then is the limit of liability. I think that's appalling. It's appalling, and it's one of the reasons that agents are distrusted so much in the community. They're not doing the research to truly protect the customer. We run a program called the Client Protection Expert Program, specifically to train agents on how to differentiate themselves in the marketplace by bringing protections to the customer. One of those protections, really it's the beginning protection, is to say, what is the limit of liability? If they say it's the fee, go elsewhere. My position, we begin the liability limit at $10,000, mm-hmm. not pennies. Mm-hmm. And then we also layer on top of that an additional $25,000 in after inspection warranty protection, not for things that are missed, though for things that fail in the future. The most extreme of which is the five-year roof protection plan. So every single home pro inspection, when someone from our staff gets down off the roof, they're done crawling in the attic and they say, there's no damage or reason for repair. There's no evidence from the attic of leakage. That roof now has a five-year warranty on it for repair that will pay up to $4,000. The buyer can choose any roofer they like, any licensed roofer they like. And if they and the roofer decide they'd rather have a new roof, they can take the check that would have been for repair, apply that toward a new roof. That's an awesome, awesome. That's That separates you. That's for certain. I've never heard of anyone doing that. Now, speaking of that, Something else that I like to preach, and I put it in my, um, it's in our book called 14 Days to Sold, is one of the things that we ask our sellers to do is to get a pre-inspection. And we all, well, we know because we're we're in real estate, the importance of doing that is for so many things. But talk to me a little bit about that, because I know you also have a pre-inspection program. We do. And tell, tell us a little bit about that. So first, I want to flatter you. Recommending to your sellers to do a pre-listing inspection is brilliant, and the data supports it. Data from the National Association of Realtors, data from Zillow says homes that are inspected at the time they go on the market receive more offers, close faster, and sell for more money. Absolutely. So it's preposterous not to do it. Very candidly. It just makes no economic sense. No, it makes no sense. You'll make more money. 
and you save money, you 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 stop a seller from having. Oh my gosh, I didn't know I had those problems. You stop all those problems, especially the serious ones. The rest are cosmetic because every time you have a, an inspection, whether it's your company or then they bring in another company, it doesn't matter. They're always going to find something different. So, but one thing they're not going to find different are those main things, those roofs. Those, sure. Those- well, let me tell you something else that we're doing, Zelda. We, we do more and more different things than any other company in the country. Tell us about that. That's what I want to hear, all these different so things. So if we've done a pre-listing inspection together. Mm-hmm. And the buyer comes along in a day, in a week, in a month, whenever that buyer comes along, and they bring another inspection company. Mm-hmm. And the other inspection company discovers something that delays closing. We will pay the seller's mortgage payment during the period of delay up to 90 days and up to $5,000. Interesting. Very good. No one competes with us at what we do. No. Do you know how people compete with us? How? Either ignore us or work cheap. Or they, I was going to say, or they, and you can always find the discounter. Absolutely. It's like, I don't believe in discounting. No. It's like, it makes me crazy when a, when a realtor even does that. It's like, don't discount your services. You're, you're, you're hurting yourself. You're Those hurting are the business industry. decisions. Yeah. You know, they're business decisions yeah. for the agent. They're business decisions for the, for the consumer, for the inspection company. But my business decision is, is to put more on the table than any company in the country. That is brilliant. I'll be gone so, a week at a mastermind group. We'll come back with more stuff. That's great. I love mastermind groups. Aren't they the best? They best. I just joined two new ones this week. It's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. my brain is exploding. So tell me, tell our audience the difference between a home inspection and the four-point inspection. Oh, I yeah, love that I question. Know. I know, I know. The four-point inspection is a worthless document <laughs> that's been driven and thrust upon us by the insurance people. Yes. And regrettably... That document is relied upon, often at the request of the real estate agent, frankly. It's intended to look for giant things that impact insurability. It really serves the individual consumer no purpose at all. It is. It's all about the insurance company. The insurance company is the one who is telling the realtor, I mean, from my experience, they're the one saying, oh, we have to have a four-point inspection. I'm like, why? We just had a home inspection. I will tell you why. Because the insurer wants to know the big things in one sense, but they actually don't want to know anything. They want to know the big things, but you're doing that when you do a home inspection. We're not like we're hiding something. You're giving us the big stuff. And and I love my insurance agents and people around town. It's really an issue of underwriting and how the statutes are written. Yes. It's preposterous. So when we're talking about a four-point inspection, what what is the what is there a difference between that, what you're doing there and, and a regular home inspection? It's the difference between having a physical exam at the mall and having a physical exam at the Mayo Clinic. (laughs) Okay. So there's a a kiosk set up at the mall. Come get your physical exam. No, listen to your heart. They'll do your blood pressure. And if you fog the mirror, you ain't dead. That's a four point. (laughs) Okay. So that's the four point inspection. Now, there's lots of other ones that when you hire these inspectors, uh, and when I say these, it's I'm, I'm not being you know negative or anything. I'm just saying they all want to sell you, okay, we've got that inspection. We have um, all these different inspections. Yes. There's the wind mitigation. Yes. There's the, tell us about all these different ones. There's the, the uh, moisture test. There's yes. the, this test. They're all different. They all just start adding to the bill. Tell me, let's address that. Here's the beautiful thing. If we had a thousand buyers in front of us Mm -hmm. and I asked them, 
what would you like to know about your home? They would answer, everything. everything. <laughs> well, okay. Here's what everything looks like. Everything looks like a full home inspection. It looks like a four-point inspection. It looks like a wind mitigation inspection. It looks like a moisture and mold screening. It looks like a build facts doing history reports. Due diligence is a big old medley of things. So we're up against this expectation of a customer that says, I want to know everything and I want it for 200 bucks. So the only way around that is to make sure, this is my business opinion, that I, as the home inspector, of giving them a medley of choice so they can understand. And if they'd like the full Mac Daddy and all these things, it, it's, it's going to cost a mortgage payment. If all they want is the home inspection, it's going to be less than half a mortgage payment. And I want them to understand what they're saying yes to and what they're saying no to. And an informed decision made by, by a, a good consumer at, at, and with the guidance of a knowledgeable agent, I'm happy with any decision they make. What I'm not happy with is an agent who's not listening, a customer who's not listening, and they look for the minimal, and then they're distraught when something comes up later. Yeah, that would go, been, you didn't tell me. Yeah. You didn't pay for that inspection. And, and it's not like you walk by something that you see. Yeah. It, it's, it's some of these things uh, require advanced testings. We have cameras that go down sewer scopes. We have drones that fly in the air. We have access to databases on environmental things. We have the ability to do air sampling, mold sampling, lead sampling, all sorts of testing. If you want it, we can do it. But I if also you're comfortable say without it, it's okay. You're, we're also all human. So nobody's perfect. Just like the homes aren't perfect. They're built by people, people. <laughs> I will tell you after 35,000 home inspections, it one out of every three to 400 customers has some issue or complaint after the fact. Hmm. It's, it's less than 1%. It's about would, a tenth yeah, of 1%. Yeah. And virtually always what they're unhappy about would have been likely discovered had they not said no to something else. The, the times when the home inspector actually misses something is immensely rare. And when it occurs, because it's so rare, we just write the check and we're done with it. Interesting. Hmm. It's, it's easy to solve. Yeah. You yeah. missed it, we write the check. You said no to detecting it, then, then that that's person on you. writes the check. Then that's on you. Very that's simple. right. So another thing that I like to do is when uh, I'm working with a, a buyer and they want to buy new construction, one of the things I still stress is just because it's a brand new house doesn't mean you should not have a home inspection. So talk us a little to it, us about it's that. It's even more important to have a home inspection on a new home. What is the first thing we do when we discover that some nice young lady is having a baby. We begin prenatal monitoring. There you go. Here we have a gift from God, yet we've got people making sure God did okay so it all comes out right. When we buy a home, it's the funniest thing in, in the world how we build houses. Imagine you're buying a new Lexus. You ordered it online, and the truck shows up in front of your driveway, and they dump all the parts in your driveway. Now some, a bunch of people come, most of which don't speak English, and they attempt to assemble your Lexus, because they're all Japanese fellows, in the front yard. That's preposterous. How would that car come out? Not so good. What do we do? A person builds a, a 200 a 500 a $2 million home. We dump all the parts in the dirt, and a bunch of people show up and assemble it in the heat. Yeah. 
that requires some adult supervision to make sure it went okay. Oh, yes. I, I, trust me. I know. I just went through this process myself, and yeah. it was amazing how uh, I stayed on top of them. I was there all the time, but still, there are things that go wrong. And sure. so you, and, and I tell everybody, go get a home inspection. Don't, don't rely on that. And then I also uh, encourage them, before that one-year warranty is out, yep. go get it again. Yeah, we do that a lot. Do you do that a lot? We do. I, I can understand that. So what's next for... Um, Home inspection pros. What's next for us? Well, that's a wonderful question. Our single greatest obstacle at this point is we are in the mad hunt for talented people who would like to be home inspectors with us. You know, it's interesting. Many home inspectors, they're, it's a man in a van operating alone. And that, frankly, is a lonely, miserable life. One of two things happen. They're either not busy and live in poverty. We can fix that. Or they're so busy doing so many things on the back end of the business, they have no life. Here at HomePro, we've got professional staff doing marketing and business development. We have professional staff doing uh, scheduling and web and all these other things. And what we ask of our home inspectors is be an awesome home inspector. When you get up in the morning, go be an awesome home inspector. And when you're done in the afternoon being an awesome home inspector, go on home kiss the wife, go fishing, do something like that. Are you that. doing the training? Who does the training for your inspectors? It's, it's a medley of things, depending on the background that came with us. We have pretty strong, we, we don't do licensing training. We farm that out to InterNACHI. If they've already got a license, we don't worry about that. But we have a whole medley of specialty training, some of which we do internal to the company, some of which we contract out. Very good. So tell us a little bit about your book. My book. So, when I got started in 94, looking to market and develop the company, the challenge wasn't having them somebody pick us. There were only nine other inspectors in the whole town. Right. The challenge was people didn't understand what it was. And agents would say funny things and buyers would say funny things. So we, you remember back in the day, Art Linkletter? I do. He had a little segment, kids say the darndest things. The darndest things. So the book is really a compendium of the darndest things that agents and buyers have said. That if we would stop saying those goofy things, agents would sell considerably more homes and buyers would be considerably more happy in their homes. Well, speaking of goofy things, what's the goofiest thing one you or one of your inspectors have, have seen or done? Or <laughs> there, There's not a whole <laughs> probably, lot we probably haven't a few. seen. That's what I'm thinking. There's not yeah. a whole lot. So what's the craziest, goofiest thing? And that a person's done during an inspection or the, in, Whatever. In the house itself? Whatever. That's your, your I, call. Your I'd say call. In, the, in the collective sense, the, the goofiest thing is the when the husband or man of the house, because it's usually the man, not the lady, not to say it couldn't be the lady. It, I do all the own work, my own work in my house, especially electrical work. Oh. You know, you can walk in. You don't need to be a home inspector to spot amateur work. Just yeah. like you don't need to be a tailor to know when somebody makes their own clothes. They just look bad. Right. And um, <laughs> people ask me all the time, are you afraid of uh, snakes in the crawl spaces and rats in the attic? No. I'm afraid of a homeowner doing their own electrical work. That's the truth. And I, I mean, bet you see a lot of it. bump into that, it, oh, it bites that's you. Scary. I've been, that's scary. It is. Because yeah. they didn't wire it right. <laughs> yeah. It's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. Okay. So that, that's the story. Okay. We'll stick with that one. So let's go back to the book. How can our audience find your book? The book is on Amazon. 
the, the name of the book is Home Inspection Secrets of the Happy Home Inspector. Wally Conway and, and Amazon will send you a whole box load of them. Okay, so I have one last question for you. Is it an easy one? It's an easy one. Okay. I want to hear about this barbecue judge that you are. <laughs> okay. And where can we find the best barbecue? So my wife and I are, are foodies. We're foodies at the low, low end, and we're foodies at the high, high end. Okay. And we will do anything to avoid eating in a chain restaurant. We like barbecue. And at the same time, I'm not the guy sitting around the smoker for 12 hours. Right. So uh, Nikki Kimbleton from TV4, she and I were uh, celebrity judges at a barbecue contest. Just a, a, a made-up thing. It was right here at the... Uh, Mandarin Chamber of Commerce. They oh, do yeah, it every they year. Do. Yes, Actually, they do it was a chili year. contest. The chili cook-off. So yes. we were at the chili cook-off and we got chatting. And she told me that she and her husband went off and became Kansas City Barbecue Society certified barbecue judges. Okay. And that I should do that. So Tanya and I went off. We went to barbecue judging school. Oh. We became certified Kansas, Kansas City Barbecue Society certified barbecue judges. And we judge barbecue contests. We also... And that was about five years ago when we first started doing that. Like there that. is also a steak cook-off society. Oh, yummy. And they, they judge ribeye steaks. Okay. So we are ribeye steak judges as well as Kansas City Barbecue Society. Now you're talking my language. There you go. <laughs> I love it's, ribeye. <laughs> it's a great way to meet different people, have some fun, and eat a lot of free meat. Oh, that! <laughs> I love that. Free steak and free free chili and free barbecue. And, Yummy. And you always end up going home with 20 or 30 pounds of leftovers. Oh, over. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, Wally, thank you so much. And tell me, tell us how, if someone wants to reach you, how do they reach you? The very best way is through the website, gohomepro.com. And we've got everything, every other contact modality, but the website's the easiest. There you go. So if you're looking for a home inspection, it is Go Home Pro and... If you're looking for a barbecue uh, judge, yeah. <laughs> contact, contact Wally and Tanya. There you go. Yeah. Contact them. Thank you, Wally. It's been great talking to you. And we'll um, don't forget to subscribe and share.